dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $3.99 a month. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. No Tayshawn. No Tayshawn. It's not bringing, bringing the energy this morning. No songs. So sad. Get well, get well soon, Tayshawn. We miss you here. Uh, so the Thunder are on... Quite a losing streak, fellas. Fred, but guess what? Guess what we're on? A winning streak. Cause we, <laughs> yes. Because we got Cuppies and Joe delivered to us That's this morning. Ex- Cuppies and Joe. That's exactly right. Dave came out bright and early and brought us coffee and, and cinnamon rolls. Uh, it's delicious. It is. Great coffee. The cinnamon roll was the best icing to cinnamon roll ratio that I maybe have ever experienced. Very good. I'll tell you this. Guess what else he brought for me? My fixins. <laughs> he did bring you your fixins. This is uh-huh. true. This is a text conversation that we had more than once. <laughs> I said, make sure I bring my fixins. <laughs> and they did. And, and they course. did. It's so a huge shout out to Cubbies and Joe before yeah. I start. I don't really want to dig into this again, but um, your fixins are just problematic still. Huh? A sweet and low and cream. The sweet and low thing just kind of irks me. Why? I don't know. So let's just here's the deal is what we want from here's what we want from our listeners is at some point when you listen to this, just let the L man know whether or not you support or are against the sweet and low. Let Jay know. No. The L man does not at Sook Leafins. No. Tell him how ridiculous his decisions are. Fixins. Let me let me fix my own coffee. Fix your own coffee. I'm just saying I still I still struggle with it. We talked about this before, that. but I just struggle with it. Okay, great. It's time for you to go just straight up coffee. <laughs> it's not going to happen, but I appreciate your uh, thoughts. I do either straight up coffee or a little bit of heavy whipping cream. <laughs> oh, oh, everyone let Jay know how problematic his heavy whipping cream is. No. I, you know, I have a lot of problems with heavy whipping cream. <laughs> nah. So the Thunder have lost eight in a row. <laughs> <laughs> They're currently tied with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And happy birthday to my nine-year-old son, Asher. What's happy up, birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Um, so Cleveland lost last night, which, which <sighs> is not great. The Wizards, however, have won two in a row, creating a little bit of distance between the Thunder and Wizards, which just felt like it was never going to happen this season. And the Thunder are in Detroit tonight. I want to call up the injury report because it's uh, it's pretty important because the Poku's still out, man. Poku's still out, and they are playing just as few players as as we are in this game. I know Jeremy Grant is out tonight for the Pistons, so yeah, they're missing Wayne Ellington, Jeremy Grant, Corey Joseph, Rodney Magruder, Mason Plumley, and Dennis Smith Jr., uh, which is uh, not great, and the Thunder will have no Shea, obviously. Uh, Gabriel Deck is not with the team yet. Josh Hall, Mike Muscala, and Alexi Bogoshevsky. So it looks like Dort will be in the lineup tonight. Know, which is not good for our overall, overall intentions here. 
we could have basically Dort versus Hami tonight. Mm, the grudge I, match. I now am more intrigued than I was beforehand. I don't know, man. I Detroit came into Oklahoma City, gosh, a week ago. And yeah. I mean, handily beat the Thunder. Yeah. But it was a very different Thunder team, and apparently with, without Grant, a pretty different Pistons team. So it's, it is clear that the Thunder are trying to accumulate losses in order to improve their draft uh, options here. And it, this next little stretch makes me nervous. And then ending the seasons with three games against the Kings makes me nervous. Yeah. But the Thunder also can be very, very bad. <laughs> they got beat by the they Warriors can. in a historic fashion. This team that has been the Warriors, that has been maybe the best offense of all time, almost set a record against the Thunder. Yes, they did. The most prolific offense of all time that is not as prolific today almost be one of the records against the Thunder. So they can be historically bad. They have been. They've been I mean, they've been the worst team on offense and defense in the league for a little while now. I mean, so much so that it's pulled their, according to basketball reference, their ratings are they're 30th in offense, 22nd in defense. And they were dead, like 12th. Dead last. I know. Like yeah, two weeks ago. Plummeted. Yeah. Uh, dead last in that rating in the entire NBA, according to basketball reference. And so there is, I mean, and the proof is in the game. Like, let's, like, I'm just going to at least own it for myself. It's on <laughs> in the background, but it is not what I'm paying attention to because it's hard. Yeah, it is. And I think that's largely true for everybody involved here. That these these types of games are hard to watch. That Warriors game especially. Because there was there's usually something to, to watch for. Like Poku's doing something crazy or Dort's playing really well. or But that game didn't have any of that. Without Dort and Poku, it's just... It's Unwatchable. A t- it's a tough watch. And Bay's had some moments. He had some dunks. Bay's has been... Pretty good since he came yeah, back. I know he had a bunch of turnovers in that first game, but he was so aggressive against the Jazz, like so aggressive, um, which is what you've always wanted to see from him. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, he's he's redeeming some of that promise. You know, like this season, honestly, was a disappointment for him until he got injured. You know, and but coming back, like there's been things you've seen where like, oh, that could be Baisley. Yep. So that's encouraging. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see. And then they really get a chance to figure out who a lot of these guys are. And if they're worth bringing back for next right. season, so it's not. I don't think it's all for naught. Certainly for the organization, it's not. But um, yeah, it's it's going to be rough the rest of the way unless Shea. They haven't reevaluated him yet from all indications from the team, and it should be today. They said mid-April. Today feels very mid-April to me. It's actually maybe a little bit past mid-April now. So let's. Uh, it is the sixteenth, so it is one day past mid-April. It is. Yeah, I think at this point, what's the point of bringing Shea back? You all talked about this on the Wednesday pod. Like, what's the point? I don't see a point personally. It would have to be that Shea's like, I'm healthy. Like, I want to play. You have to. Yeah. I want to play. Like, play me. Do you think he watches that game? And is like, I really want to be out there. Yes, I think so too. Dang it. 
competitor. He's like, yeah. we could win this game if I was playing. Yeah, I do think that. I don't know that. Which is awesome. I, That's what you that. want out of your leader. But at the same time, you're like, hey, man, why don't you just get ready for the Summer Olympics? Yes. Yeah. Team Canada. Yes. Somebody I, asked that. I think that's a. I think yeah. Go ahead and ask. The well, question. I was just saying somebody asked that question in the Twitter questions, and so let me try to find it real quick. Yeah. So this is from a OKC fan from Japan. Uh, is there any chance of the Thunder players playing in Tokyo Olympics? I live in Tokyo, so I'd love to see them play. It's a high possibility. I, I think for certain, Shea's playing. Is Lou going to play? I don't know. I, I mean, he certainly could. Team Canada could be kind of fun to watch. They could be fun. They would just be the Thunder. <laughs> True, and RJ Barrett. Yeah, like not bad. No, it'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I would watch that. I don't know how they're going to pull the Olympics off, but good luck. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah, I I would guess so. And then, I mean, I think that's it. That's that's it, right? That would make the the Olympic teams. Yeah. Oh yeah. Svi. Sure, maybe. I, honestly, this I feel really embarrassed. Is Croatian? Where is he from? Serbia? Yeah, I think Serbia. Okay. I don't know if he makes it. That's, um, a, that's a pretty good team. Oh, please. The Greek team? Wouldn't that be great? Oh, that would be fantastic. Sfi's from Ukraine. So maybe. Maybe, maybe. The best is when, they get to, when you see them all walking in from the opening ceremonies, and they're all in their Olympic outfits, you know? I can't imagine what Poku will be wearing if that if he gets to go. That'd be great. Um, oh my gosh, the Thunder's net rating in the last ten games. Anybody want to guess? Uh, are you wanting like a number? Or are you wanting like out of thirty? A number. Well, they're mm. definitely thirtieth. It's definitely in the negatives. Yes, yeah. negative twenty. Negative twenty-two point seven. Like, yeah. give me a context of how bad that Let's is. Let's give you context. Hold on, because their net rating in, in our thing of top negative. 8.9 was enough to be 30 out of 30. Over yeah, the season. Right, right. The whole season, according to NBA.com, is negative 9.1. It's by far the worst. They're, the next closest is the Magic at negative 7.6. So they have lost. <laughs> they, they haven't been last all season, and they have recently gotten there. But this recent stretch, a minus 22, is a number you would never see. So they have been... Almost unsustainably bad the last few weeks, uh, which matches the eye test, certainly. Yes, it does. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. I mean, the margin of loss. When's the last time they lost a game by less than double digits? Was it the Dort, Dorty 40 game? That was 10. That was 10. Yeah. Like, it's been a long time. Perhaps never. They did win in That's there. What it feels like, yeah. Was that the Raptors game? I'm so I have no idea. I've blanked out. Where are we at? What day is today? The 16th. Um, yeah, the yeah Toronto, which yeah. was a problematic the end, win. end of March. Yeah, that was a problematic win. Yeah, it was because Toronto is going to be the team that they're really competing with position wise. There was a night this week that was really nice. The Thunder lost to the Warriors, and then the Raptors, the Cavs, and the Zards all three one, which catapulted the thunder to the fifth seed in in lottery rankings that was a big night uh when did they get their first win so we're halfway through the month they haven't won yet this month who where's their first win it makes me really nervous that on sunday toronto i don't think van vliet is back he's not 
So it depends. So if they play Lou tonight and then sit Lou on Sunday, because Malachi Flynn has been maybe our tank savior. He's been playing. He's had some. He's had some moments. Actually, I like Malachi Flynn quite a bit. Yeah, they have. They, yeah, they're resting guys now too. They rested. The Raptors are resting in Orlando. OG. Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam. Tonight? Mm-hmm. Perfect. That means they're going to play on Sunday. I would guess they would. I think that's probably right. I if, thought Nick Nurse hated tanking. Uh, this may be out of his hands, perhaps. <laughs> this, it does seem like it's out of his hands. Yeah, so I don't know. I think the Thunder... I mean, there's a high likelihood they went tonight, honestly. I was going to say, I think it actually ends tonight. I think they went in Detroit tonight. I think that's yeah. my that's my expectation is that they win tonight. Because if they don't, on the road in Toronto is another one where where they should, these are like double double the wins really is double the losses here uh, with Detroit, Toronto, and Washington because it the Thunder aren't catching Detroit anyways, but that at least gives you a chance to. Um, and because yeah, you're swiping full games off of this, yes. And then Toronto and Washington, both, you need to create distance between yourself and them. And if you lose to both of them, that does that. And then you get Washington twice next week, actually. Which? If you, get both, if you, if you give them both of those, then you're probably going to be at the five. Yeah, and you're playing in Washington, which Washington has a ton of dysfunction, but they're clearly still trying. Yeah, yeah, they want to win. And they've won, I can tell you this in two seconds. They want, I mean, they want to get to the play-in, which is not unreachable. And they're 5-5 five five in the last 10. Yeah. So they're, I mean, it's right about where the <laughs> Wizards should be, it feels like, uh, pretty much all the time. So they play, and here's where you get complicated, and it kind of works out for the Thunder, is the Wizards play the Thunder on Monday, the Warriors on Wednesday, and then the Thunder again on Friday. And so mm-hmm. you're, they're going to get barring some sort of unforeseen thing to happen, they're going to get the full complement of the Wizards roster in both of those games. They should. And they're one the Wizards are only one game out of the play in. Oh yeah. And they so. could they could put together, I mean, potentially four straight wins. They play the Pelicans tonight. Not that I'm a, I'm, I'm not pursuing the Zards as far as like they could do really I'm excited about their future. <laughs> uh, they play the Pelicans tonight, then they play the Thunder, the Warriors and the Thunder and they ble- beat the Warriors I mean, on the insane Brad Bill four-point oh play. Gosh. But they are, uh, there's a chance that they're going to put, I mean, you could see them getting three out of those four games. How do you know How do you know the, the Wizards' schedule just off the top of your head? It's not listed on your computer screen. I follow them religiously, man. Wow. Did you know Russell Westbrook plays for them? <laughs> I do. Oh, just like that. I looked <laughs> it up on my phone. Well, great memory. <laughs> and the, Ra- the Raptors are one game out of the play-in as well. So maybe so they, they, maybe so they, they want to beat there. us. They should. Well, they should want to get. There. I won't. how can the team? This is it, a team is one game out of the play-in, yet also has the sixth or seventh best odds of getting. It's called the Eastern Conference. That is baby. insanity to me. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. The East continues to be horrible. Uh, <laughs> the Thunder, however, are seven games out of the play-in. If you're Worried about the play-in for the Thunder? You can st- stop worrying now. Or if you're rooting for that, I, I'm sorry. Um, it's going to be a very disappointing. <laughs> it's going to be a very disappointing 
anticlimactic end of the season for you. But uh, yeah, that's where everything stands. Uh, I wish that we had a Tayshon's factoid fickery mictory, but we do not. Uh, L-Man, you got you got, a, you got a deep dive for us? I do. Okay, I have a game, actually, for you guys. Oh, for I this. like games. Um, Anthony Edwards shared his feelings about Alex Rodriguez. So funny. Um, so the good. new oh, T-Wolves gosh. owner. He was asked about him, and he says, Anthony Edwards said this about Alex Rodriguez. I don't know who that is. I know he's going to be the owner, but I don't know anything about baseball. And so I have a game, and it is this. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> I'm going to name baseball players, mm-hmm. or I might be naming players from a Japanese-only release of a baseball game where they created American names for baseball players. <laughs> so you have to tell me, is this from the Super Nintendo game? Yes. Or are these actual baseball players? This is great. Okay. I'm gonna. I'll do five, and then and you can both. Okay. The first is Johnny Dickshot. That's got to be the game. That's a baseball player. That's a baseball player. All right, Andrew. Ding. Okay. The second is Cal McLish. Video game. That's a baseball player. That's a baseball player. Okay, the next one is Dick Pole. <laughs> I want to do it three in a row. Actually, baseball player. That's a video game. That's a baseball player. Yes. <laughs> okay, next one is Tim Spoonie Barger. Video game. That's a baseball player. That's a baseball player. <laughs> All of these are baseball players. (laughs) And the last one is Boof Bonzer. Baseball player. That's a baseball player. It's a baseball player. They're all baseball players. Also, shout out to the ones I didn't use. Wonderful Mons, Dick Padden, Ed Head, Shooty Babbitt, and uh, Rusty Cunts. These aren't real. Those aren't real people. Swear. I can give you information about all of them. I don't want information about them. I, I... Baseball and golf. Like, I used to be a casual enough fan to where I would know, like, oh, yeah, this guy's playing on Sunday for the Masters. Cal Ripken. No idea. Yeah. No idea about either uh, one of those. Thanks, L-Man, for that non-game game. And uh, hey, you won. I did. It's basically, you just read names of baseball players. <laughs> read names of baseball Jay, players. you mad because you lost. You're not wrong. Oh, boy. We'll be right back after this quick break. And we're back. And we're back. From that quick break, we're going to go check out the stream, see where you guys are from here. Christos from Greece, as always. Miroslav from Germany. Also, as always, we have Zid Zed from China. We have Tom from Southeast Missouri. We have Patrick from Brisbane. This is the first time joining live. Welcome. I hope you're still there. Don't know if you are. Uh, Cricketman27 from New Zealand. He says, how did the Slam and Jam opportunity come about? <clears throat> work pretty closely with Jade Hoy. He's, I mean, he's the producer over all the NBA stuff, and he was listening to this show. Oh, gosh. And he was like, hey, I want to give you your own NBA show. And I was like, great, cool. Thanks, man. He said, you're welcome, man. Uh, we have Jay Smith, who's right here. We have Lawrence Field. <laughs> uh, Tyler Rebert from Tulsa. Uh, Lawrence Field is against Sweet and Low, by the way. 
Um, Great. One. Congrats, Jay. Abdallah. Well, there you go. Time Abdallah to change from, my life. <laughs> Abdallah from Cairo, Egypt. We have Chad Scott, who I believe is from Yukon. We have Tom wishing my son a happy birthday. We have Theo Dunford, or Teo, I don't know, from Brisbane. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Daniel, who says, Wasan boys from the UK. We've got the Fluky, who's in Germany. We have Hoopsock69, who I believe is still on the moon. Bailey Sanderson from Adelaide. Um, let's see. I think that's about it. Brian, Wisconsin. Adve from New Jersey. Thanks for joining. Cameron, Melbourne. Sportsman in Wisconsin. Kiwi Greg from Sydney. Finnamore from Oceana. Thanks for joining, everybody. And uh, now we're going to get into some Twitter questions. All right, guys. Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at Luke underscore Mansk, who wants our thoughts on Oklahoma City taking Davion Mitchell if our pick falls in the 7 to 10 range. Him and Dort would be a nightmare defensively. I know Andrew really kind of bought in a little bit more on Davion Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Um, the timeline, I mean, it, I'm not trying to be like as age, ageist as Alex is, uh, <laughs> but Davion is older. Yeah. Um, I think he's 22, 23. So he's already kind of where Shea is, which I guess makes sense. But normally when somebody comes in the league, it's always going to take him a couple years. And so I don't know. I think the age is probably the biggest question mark about him for this roster. Well, and that just seems early to take him as well. I'm seeing – I mean, that's what I thought. I think Gavoni, that's where his was, and I, I haven't seen Vecini's most recent. I've just seen stuff where he's more in the teens. Yeah. But I like him a lot. I I still think that there is some upside there with him. So I was really impressed. He was – I mean, he shot a really good clip from the three-point line this year, which is one of the things that – that seeing his game translate, I mean, he obviously could do it at the highest level, but it's one of those things to watch. Can he shoot? That's always a huge question. Um, I just wouldn't, I I don't know that if you are going into this draft, maybe if he's one of your, if he's the second guy you have, I'm fine with that. I just don't, I don't know if you want to go come out of this draft and that's the only guy you get. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You want, you, and this is the, the Thunder have operated this way for years, is that they are looking for the highest <clears throat> upside swing that they can. And I just don't know that Davion Mitchell's that. So No, 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 no. He's probably the guy that, like, if you're... more plug and play. Exactly. You're ready for somebody to come in and contribute. You have a pretty defined ceiling mm-hmm. on him. Uh, I do think that that's where he can fit... I mean, there's a, a team that I, I can't think off the top of my head of somebody that would be ready for a plug-and-play that's slid, sliding into that. Like, he would be somebody that, if he landed on the Spurs, would make total sense. Cause yeah. They, they, yeah, he's kind of a spur. And their they're kind of, I don't know, plan is not super... I don't know. I don't know what the Spurs are doing because they're not going to be bad enough to get a high pick. And they're not going to be good enough to get anywhere. Like, they're mm-hmm. going to be in that... Just mediocrity. And They'll be in that ra- in the range of Davion Mitchell. Yeah, so it kind of makes sense. Vecini's got him 11th on his okay, big board. Okay. So, I mean, certainly like guys like Moses Moody. I mean, it, to me, it's like he or Kispert. They're the same age. Like, who'd you rather have? I think Kispert 
just his size alone makes you want him a little bit more, perhaps. But it's hard not to have the last couple games of Kispert <clears throat> in your. For me, is and that's unfair. And I know anybody that's actually scouting yeah. these guys is looking at the the whole of his career. But mm-hmm. man, he was so average to bad in that last game, especially. Yes. But not even against UCLA was he very good. Right. Yes. Yeah, he had a lot of chances to be like the the savior for the them. hero. Like they needed him so badly to go on a tear from the three point line. Just make he one. Just couldn't do anything. Just make one, baby. And Good part of that is because of guys like Davion, like the the Bears. Mm-hmm. It was it literally looked like a physically like night and day difference in yeah. those two teams. And part of that was Davion Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, he could end up being the best guy after the first five. Like that wouldn't shock me, but he certainly isn't like the high upside swing that like a Moses Moody or Kai Jones or the Tennessee guys or even James Booknight. Who's a l- still a little bit younger? So, what's your? I, I know that because there's a lot of draft questions, and there's going to be more and more draft questions as we get further into it. What's yeah. your timeline for you and McKelly to start putting some? I mean, really, for me to like really, really watch, it's probably after post-season. the season. Yeah, yeah. I'm still, even though the Thunder aren't keeping me that busy, they're still keeping <laughs> me somewhat busy. But then I've got like, well, I've got to watch all the other NBA stuff. Until it's over. This is where, like, you are a Thunder fan, but you also work for the entire NBA. Yeah. It makes it a little more uh, complex on creating as much content as we had in the past. (laughs) It does. But we'll, I mean, we will cover as many guys as we can because once the season's over, yeah, we'll we'll try to cover as many guys as we did before and probably multiple per week to get through it. But, you know, kind of an un. Like something that doesn't feel like it's getting enough conversation in the Thunder sphere is the Warriors are on a little bit of a run. They are. I personally don't want to get my hopes up for anything. With yeah, because their pick is protected to twenty. Well, they just got the slam and jam bump. That's what that they is. did. Get the slam and jam. <laughs> they bump. didn't get the slam and jam bump. That's the wheel in action again. Yeah. But don't get your hopes up. But there's a chance that they could also. And the heat, it's kind of been a weird, like, obviously we're paying attention to the Thunder's primary odds. Yeah. Thunder Rockets, that's where, like, the money will be made for this team. Mm-hmm. Also, Miami's continued in their mediocrity. They're, yeah, they're just very blah. And then the Warriors are improving. Like, I'm not, don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. But there's a chance that Thunder could land, like, 20 and 14. Yeah. Even if they just landed, let's say the Thunder get their own pick at five, and then you get 15 or 16. That's not bad. No. The 17th pick is the best pick in the NBA draft. Yeah, we're hoping they fall we the 17. We talked seven. about that last we week. We hope they fall the 17 is what we're hoping for. Yeah, Golden State, the, they're only two games back of 20, but they'd have to jump Charlotte, Miami, Memphis, New York, Atlanta, and Boston to get there. I mean, losing Wiseman may help with that a little bit. I think they're better without Wiseman. Wiseman, now. It's Wiseman. Oh, is it? It's something that you guys will find out on Saturday Slam and Jam this week. It's Wiseman. It's Wiseman. It's a teaser right there, yeah. man. It's not really a teaser as much as just telling us something, but... Next Twitter question! At <laughs> Giovanni Rob wants to know, you have the number nine pick. Would you take Corey Kispert or Moses... Moody. Moody. Yeah. I 
I don't have any question about that. And judging from the Thunder's past, I think they would also take Moses Moody. I think if they get the number nine pick, they're going to reach for someone like totally random. Like that's not in a traditional like, you know, like who's in line at number nine. They're going to fall in love with like a weird player. You think they're taking Josh Giddy from, from Adelaide? Yes, if that's a real person. I have no it idea. Is, yeah. I mean, Zaire, I think, is one that they I think they could take a swing yeah. at. I think Scotty Barnes is somebody that I think it depends. He'll like, go higher than nine. Oh yeah, nine, nine, nine. Certainly. He's probably next up. Five. Af- or after six, I mean. Kaminga. That's where everybody that's slotting the Thunder at that six spot. Uh, everybody thinks assuming he's, that's yeah, that he's just the next best guy. Jalen Johnson maybe is like a is one of the reaches that you could take where yeah. he kind of had this strange problematic ending to his college career where he just left Duke and like what is he he gets reamed on Sports Center for not being competitive or whatever feels kind of thundery to me he's also six eight six eleven wingspan he's nineteen years old you know there's all like all the thunder things are there for him so. I don't know, but the the kind of the Keon Johnson, Book Knight, Jaden Springer, Zaire Williams group seems. Yep, that's where a lot of that seems more swings would go. Who yep. they would take, and then you have your more. I don't know if you call them sure things that we talked about earlier, Davion Mitchell and Corey Kispert, but those somebody will take those guys in that range as well, and they will just throw them into the starting lineup probably from day one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Teams in that realm that you think are going to be building for the now. Kings, I mean, really all of them. Spurs. Cavs, Wizards, apparently. The Kings, the Raptors. I can see the Pelicans taking Kispert. The Pelicans. Right? Like, he, he would be great for the Pelicans, I think. Yeah, kind of a stretch four. He's, he's probably three. Gosh, man, I know. I just don't like saying that because... That means that I mean three is the most important defensive position that, on the court. Yes, it is, and he is going to be problematic at that. He's not awful. He's not going to be a four, though. You think? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't think he's big enough to be like a traditional four, but in the Certainly sense of not. like, who can he defend on a floor? I would give him a better shot of defending a, a four. Mm-hmm. He'd be better better against a majority of other stretch fours versus PG, Kawhi, Kevin Durant. You know, like insert guy that plays that kind of three position. I just got very terrified for him. (laughs) Right. I'm going to guard Paul George. Well, it depends what part of Paul George you're going to get. So, but he's been so good lately, man. Well, Pacers. I mean, there's a bunch of teams in that stretch. Like, it's even coming back to that Davion question. Like, I could see a ton of those teams that would take a shot at him before they would go for somebody else. Yeah. Like he's a total Zards player. Like, yeah, we're trying to win a championship next year. Mm-hmm. All right, here you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, I have our next Twitter question. Houston? It's one I really like. Houston, what is Houston? I don't know. Nobody knows. Our next Twitter question from at Paul R Valentine says: A mysterious benefactor offers you a free two-week vacation to all of the countries a Down to Dunk listener is joining the stream from. But each country only stays on the list if you can name the major colors from their flag off the top of your head. How many vacations do you get? 
Does that mean if I do the red, white, and blue, I can go anywhere in the U.S.? Red, white, yeah. blue is also the but, colors for many other countries. But you can go two weeks, but only one. That's so you get to go to to USA somewhere that. If I name, if I say red, white, and blue, does it knock off all the countries? Like no, Bing. because you have to say like USA, red, white, blue, France, Next. red, white, and blue, Great Britain, red, white, and blue. Are you sure? Yeah, I yeah. think that's right. Yeah, yeah. I would say Australia. Uh, I think it's red, white, Italy, J- Japan, Japan, red and white, red and red white. white. You really want to go to Japan? I really want to go to Japan? Yeah. Here's would, my so this is to be a great opportunity for you, all man. New Zealand, I think it's all, also red, white, and blue, but I don't know that for certain. Is I there think, yellow? I think there? Italy's is red, white, and green. I think also yeah, that's right. Yes, red, white, and green. Also, that's Mexico's. Yes. Um, what about Antarctica? Antarctica doesn't. I don't know if it has a flag, but I guess it's white. And blue, but I'm probably wrong. I doubt they have a flag. They probably do. Um, well, they have this? a flag. Oh no, it has yeah, no official right. flag. It's red, white, and blue. It's it's the old. It's, I mean, it's, it's similar to Great Britain's. Okay, okay, okay. So I was the, right. I can go the, to the uh, the body that that governs the continent of Antarctica has not yet formally selected a flag. There you go. They, well, get on it. Ooh, what, Brazil? what else are you doing? You're not running a government down there. You're not doing anything. Do we have any listeners from Brazil? So Brazil is green and yellow and blue, right? So this is the, it's the global Antarctic flag. I was right. It's blue and white. I get to go to Antarctica. You get to go. Great. Lawrence Field said that Antarctica is governed by a lot of countries. Yes, I'm. I'm actually seeing this right now. Yeah. That's fair. I I know literally nothing about Antarctica except for ice, penguins, what is, things like that. What is Canada's flag? It's the red and maple. white. It's the maple leaf. Red and white. I'm going to Canada. Huh. Yeah, there's blue on the Brazilian flag. I'm not. Yeah, but I'd say green and yellow is. I mean, blue is pretty dominant. Okay, whatever. I'm not going to Brazil. I want to. I, yeah, you, I, don't, yeah. I don't want to go to Brazil right now. You know what I really want? <laughs> I want a mysterious benefactor. That's the best part about this question. <laughs> that is so true. I, want, I just want someone to like message me on Twitter and be like, Dude. hey, I've... And, and listen, bro, here's the main bucks, like, man. Listen, hey, you want to go to Japan? I got you. Like, we're... This person hey, wants to give you lunch money. We had a mysterious breakfast benefactor this Ooh. morning. That's true. That's step one. Yes. Step one is just letting all the mysterious benefactors out there know I'm open to mysterious money and, and gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I am... <laughs> So uh, that's awesome. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at Miguel Devella two five who wants to know, has Andrew been starstruck by anyone he's interacted with within the athletic? I think this comes from the fact that this past week, Andrew did the daily ding with, or the NBA show. Yeah. Daily ding yeah. with Trey Kirby. From yeah. The basketball Jones from the starters from the no dunks. No dunks. Yeah. I was definitely starstruck. It's, but you're just like right there and you like have to talk to him. Like that's what you do, and it's just kind of it's it's weird. It's uh it's amazing. I feel just strangely blessed to be able to do that. Gene Bead, man, do, do that as my job. Um, just to talk to Trey Kirby about Luca making a ridiculous shot. Like it's crazy that I get to do that for my job. Um, David Aldridge certainly. I was like very nervous to talk to David Aldridge. He's kind of a <laughs> legend. Yes, and he's great. 
I had to explain to David Aldridge how to uh, select his microphone on Zoom, which is like just so such a weird sentence. You also had you've you've been on a call with Ron Artest. Yes, that was so. Oh, I think I did. I tell the I told the uh, moment about that just horrific time that I had with Meta. my forty minutes is up. No, <laughs> no, Meta, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Genie Bus, we did a, a yep. pod with Genie yep. Bus. That was pretty cool. Um, even Sam Amick at first was like, "Oh, I just like work with Sam Amick now. Like, I just he, he calls me on the phone now." This have you is done weird. any podcasts with John Hollinger? I have. Yes, I mean John Hollinger. For if you're a newer NBA fan, he's not a name that is going to blow you away. But if you followed John Hollinger before he went to the Grizzlies, he was. It was literally Zach Lowe and John Hollinger and mm-hmm. Bill Simmons were mm-hmm. like the three media voices for basketball. Yeah. Now the market is way bigger than that, which is right. crazy to think in the last 10 years how much the NBA's media up. market has exploded. Because yes. so, it used to be, even in Oklahoma City, well, I guess Darnell Mayberry was there, but in a lot of places, it was kind of just the normal sports guy that would just... Barry Trammell. Yeah, he covered literally everything. Yeah. Oh, you football. Oh, oh, she football. OKC Thunder basketball. Like yep. he kind of did all of that. But mm-hmm. to see the, I mean, that's, I just did not even till this moment, I realized how gigantic the NBA coverage has become. It's blown up so big that I even get to be a part of it. I know. Which is uh, yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But DA, DA is definitely like one of the bigger ones at the athletic. And then there's so many great people. It's so funny, there. though. It's like even in the past, like before you, before we were anything, yeah, we interviewed David Thorpe. We had yes. Amin Al Hassam on, which yep. was a lot of fun. I think Amin he did that great. interview. Yep. And so, you've had the chance. Really, we've had the chance to really connect with a whole bunch of people. I got yelled yes. at by Zach Lowe in a Twitter mention or in a direct message on Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> which was like me going, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't. I was it. just kidding. You're not supposed to pay attention to this. <laughs> You're not." react to me oh gosh awesome man so good yeah very very gmb i'd say that all right let's move on to our next twitter question it comes from at josh underscore morrison who wants to know which player on the current team are we most likely making a mistake and getting attached to Ooh, good question Someone we're all maybe loving too much right now that's not going to be around or not going to end up being it, any good. I, I'm going to say something that's... It, Just go ahead and say it, Is there it, a Jane. chance that Poku is in that? Is that? How dare you? <laughs> I know. And Kevin O'Connor came out with his incredible, like... After watching KOC's video, how could you say I, I that? Don't, I don't really feel that. I think he actually has a place on this team long term. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. he also could be one of those guys that when competition increases expectations on the local team... He has the potential to go in two directions, like very defined. He could be a complete out of the NBA in a few years, or he legitimately could be like, holy crap, I can't believe the Thunder got this at 17. And See, all I just it, don't know that that first one is even there anymore. So? I, like he's, not Bru- he's not Bruno. No. You know what I mean? Because that was one of the thoughts going into this season with yeah. him is like, okay, He's got the high, like he could be Giannis or Bruno. And he's not Bruno Caboclo. Like he can play. Yeah, like he can actually right. play. And yeah, to, to me, that floor is not as low as we once thought it could be. Yeah, I mean, I, you're, you're right about that. I think the thing that 
the thing that term, determines all of this for Poku, in my mind, is how his body changes in the next few years. Yeah. And I think, I think we will have a significant tell on what Poku will become just by next year. I agree. I think one summer of the weight training and development is is going to be enough to be to know. And the thing about Poku is he's a hooper and he wants to play and he loves basketball and, and he wants to get better. Maybe the funniest personality that's ever played in Oklahoma City outside of maybe Stephen Adams. He's unbelievable. But like Stephen's like intentionally funny. Like True. Poku is just Poku just is. <laughs> <laughs> Poku just is. Uh, he, uh, he, I mean, you're not wrong, man. Like the dude is just just when he dances. Like I, I love oh so much gosh. his. Da- I love his dancing for this reason only, is that he has to know he's on camera, and he is just. You can tell he's just so excited, and when he does his moves, he's just you know doing whatever he's doing and like that's that's just him like he's just really just being himself it has the energy of like a little kid dancing at a wedding yes it absolutely really does to where it's like they're out there they're doing their <laughs> thing they know people are watching but yes. they're just like feeling it and doing their thing yes it, it also has like the energy of me dancing with my kids like in our kitchen you know yeah. like just like you're, you're just you just are who you are and you're just letting it go and i i love that and i i I fear the day that he loses that because I think he, I think he will lose it, and I fear that day. I don't want he, that day to come. I don't know. I don't know if you once again casually watching the Warriors game. So you remember that time in the bubble that he put his hands up in the air? Yes, <laughs> on the bench and his yes. teammate to the. There was a moment where the Warriors were had the ball on offense and were passing it around <laughs> and he put his arms straight up in the air. Yeah, like he was either celebrating. Uh huh. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> it is for me as I'm thinking in in my mind, he, that's just his like motion. Have you ever seen a baby that once they come out of their swaddling, like they just go, that's what yeah. he does. Like when anything on the basketball court excites him. And so yeah. it was a play where the thunder kind of rotated well defensively. Yeah. And his arms just went straight up in the air. Like, <laughs> it's just like it looks genuinely like you're celebrating Steph Curry's shot that just went in. Like, yeah. it's just like He's Ricky just Bobby so during funny. interviews. Yes, I don't just, know what yes. to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Did you see what he was wearing during that game? No, against the Warriors. Joe Masato leaned over to me. He's like, "Is it possible that Poku looks skinnier tonight?" <laughs> He's wearing just all black. And with an all like a turtleneck, a black turtleneck, black pants, black shoes, and he, his outfits are pretty funny. They're yeah, just because like they're, you know, that girl that he is dating is the one that's dressing. Oh yeah, I think think so. The other thing, you know, when he kind of like came back from G League and like, kind of like a, a. a switch flipped and he was like doing a lot better. And it's like, Oh, he's figured some out that coincides <laughs> with his girlfriend coming to America and being in Oklahoma city with it him. Is, is there a better way for like a career to start than the video of him with his family at home on draft night? It, we should have known in that exact moment that we were in for legitimately the ride of our lifetime following yeah. this guy play basketball. I, I hope he's our star. I hope oh he, I hope he gosh. surpasses Shea soon. <laughs> That's my hope and dream. Although I don't know that it really is because I have made another tattoo bet. His what is that? 
If he wins the finals MVP, I will tattoo Poku's face on my butt. I mean, I'll do it with you. Okay. Are you in? I might even move it off, off of my buttocks and move it to some part of my body that's visible. Okay. He's in. Are you in? I, I, no, I'm not. <laughs> but um, what you need to do it sideways and so that his mouth is your crack. No. No, no, no. Luke? Yeah. No. Okay, fine. You're just mad at me because of my sweet and lows. It is. It's still bothering me. Although I, now some people are railing me for using heavy whipping cream. And so <laughs> I owe you an apology. <laughs> Would you say more that are mad at me for sweet and lows? No, just Hoops Talk 69 who, you Thanks, know, man. he's a Martian. So who knows what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Well, there we go. All right, guys. I got to I gotta head out to work. Got to get on. Got to get to work. Can't do that. Can't do that. I know we can't yeah, unless we provide commentary on the song. It's, oh, yeah. we did. Oh, I thought we always do. It's a great song. Oh, we could, we just have to review the song afterwards. Every song time is we great. Play. It's great to karaoke. I always say that. I feel like that's commentary. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I should. Yeah, yeah. We should fight back. Huh? CL man, I'm gonna run through a few more TQs yeah, and then do we'll be done more. here. Not too long. So next one's from at Kiwi Greg five 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 five. What will Presti do with all the available salary cap room next year, including the $27 million for Horford? Don't we have 40 to $60 million to use? They don't uh, have to use it. Yes, I don't suspect they will use all of it. I believe that they will be some kind of dumping ground for... John Wall. For whoever, yeah, for whoever. If somebody's wants to go after a free agent this summer, like, let's say somebody wants to make a max offer for Alonzo but they don't have the space to do it. They can trade whoever into the cap space of the Thunder and pay them a draft pick to make that happen. So so that's one of the questions uh, at the Nick Orman said, if the Thunder were to use the cap space this summer to require a bad contract in the pick, are there any other players that you could think of that are in that realm that would need to be... Who's making a lot of money? And, and this has changed since 2016 has yeah. kind of faded out of our memory. I mean, it will always be in our memory as Thunder fans. But are there any contracts? Obviously, John Wall is one of them. It doesn't feel like... I know people have said that Clay Thompson's is a bad contract, but the Warriors aren't going to do anything with that one. Right. Um, Wiggins? Wiggins? Well, I don't know. They, I think they kind of like Wiggins. And they also can't get any... Like, you can't trade him for nothing and then go sign a free agent yeah, because yeah, that money doesn't work that way because their salary... Correct. I wonder about, about to pay I wonder about Kemba a little bit. I don't know. I don't trust Bob. anything the Celtics do as far as moving players, to be honest with you. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that's probably one of them. I uh, wonder about the Sixers. Like the it seems like Daryl and Sam have a good relationship. Tobias Harris has been much improved. He's been good. Brock, but I didn't know if there was somebody out there, and that still is, it creates problems too because it's Tobias is another one of those guys that if you move a $40 million contract, you can't replace it with a $40 million contract. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I don't know if like... Are the even, Bucks hamstrung by anybody? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe Bledsoe. For the Pelicans? For the Pelicans. Maybe the Bulls are want to do something this summer and they've got like... I don't know. I think maybe well, who's Alfred. got their money. Well, Thomas Sadaransky's got ten. Thad Young, who's been pretty good for them, is making like thirteen. I think Alfred Camino might be a a team option, but if he's not, it's ten million. So you could throw a few of those guys on the Thunder and then have 
20 million in space. Do the Mavs sour on Porzingis and they have an opportunity? Oh, no, no, no. He's been pretty good. He's been good. I'm just trying to think of like what are the larger contracts that for a team that would be trying to be active in the free agent market that would use it. Yeah, that's that's one of the problems that there's not a ton of horrible contracts in the league anymore. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't nothing really sticks out to me. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that is one, but it doesn't feel like that's probably going to happen. I don't think so either. Um, I mean, if you look at your most expensive teams, all of them have guys they want to keep. Lakers, Clippers, Sixers, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. the Warriors, obviously, Utah, Milwaukee, Miami. There's nobody in Miami unless like... No, but Victor Oladipo has to get say, a contract he, anyway, right? He's expiring, yeah. So Pelicans are a team that could be it. Um it would be Bledsoe if it were anybody. It can't be Steven, unfortunately. I cannot believe they extended him. Yeah. I'm glad they did, for Steven's sake. But, yeah, you wonder if, if Bledsoe is one of those guys. And the Pelicans, I don't know if they feel like they need to do that. Um, but he's Bledsoe surely not helping, right? Um, no. Justice Winslow? I mean, you're really at a point now where... No, I mean, you're you're at a point... there. That, so that's just proving kind of the general point is that we're... The ship is kind of... There's not a lot of teams like that because you get to the point... Portland, but Portland wants... They, they've Nurkic on a good contract. I think CJ, Dame... I mean, that's where your money is for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not going to mess with that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there, there will be somebody, and it could just be like a six or seven million dollar deal that somebody's like, okay, we need to create that much space, and the Thunder say, yep, give me a, you know, give me or, a or is there, is there a a team that just is kind of allergic to paying the tax and says, perhaps, hey, we can ship a second and Zach Collins and get and save. For the Blazers, mm-hmm. you save his $7 million, which is his qualifying offer. But also on top of that, you save probably whatever the percentage is on top of that. You know, So his yes. contract could save you $20 million yes. you know, or whatever. And so for a second, you'll you'll do something like that. So yes. that's it. It may not be some giant contract like it used to be where you'd have to you'd get a first for taking on Timofey Mozgov. But right. it can still be something. So all right, uh, let's go on to... Uh, well, this is a good one. Uh, this kind of goes back to the other question, so we can answer it probably quickly. This is at Thunder Wreath Up. Thunder Wreath Up. Sure. Which player would you name your pet after, feeling confident that they will be on the team for a while? Here is their dog, Baisley. I think that may have been a questionable decision. <laughs> <laughs> I think Baisley will be around for, for a little while. Yeah. Poku, I think, is one that we obviously just kind of landed is back on. Definitely one. Teo. Shea Dort, Teo. Dort. Dort would be a good dog name. It'd be a good. It's got to be a specific dog. But yes. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I have to look the dog in the face and say, dude, no, are, you, are you Dort? Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. I wouldn't go, go about naming your, your dog Isaiah. No. Not Moses or Jalen Horde. Don't name your dog Jalen Horde. Don't name your dog Sfee Mihailuk. I've kind of liked what I've seen from Sfee this year, though. Yeah, it's possible he's back. He's a free, he's an expiring contract. What, do you want to pay him to come back? Probably, maybe. I don't know. It depends. It depends, it depends on, on who they draft. True. 
Don't name your dog Al Horford. Do not. Don't do that. That's pretty much it. Or Tony Bradley, which is a hilarious name for a dog, by the way. Tony? Tony Bradley? Tony Bradley. Tony Bradley, come over here. (laughs) This is my dog, Tony Bradley. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this one's from at Red Sox Rybert, or Rebert, I think Rybert. What's the next step for DTD Worldwide? Live pod on every continent? That'd be incredible, but we need be. we need a beneficiary, a mysterious <laughs> beneficiary or benefactor. <laughs> yes, we need that benefactor to, do to step, something like up, that. step up for that. If we do anything, if we could travel at any point, there's one place we would go, and that's Northern Italy to see our good friend Mike. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? It's a live pod. That would be awesome. From Mikey's hometown. That would be incredible. That would be amazing. I mean, and the food. So I, have we told this story before? So I think Kelly so. came to town... Gosh, was that three years ago now? Four yeah, years ago? Yeah, 2017. Do we have stars? Do we have stars? Birthday boy, man. What do you mean? Uh, In the sky. TV because I'm not Oh. <laughs> the channel stars. Uh, I'll be there in a minute. We're almost <laughs> done. We're almost done. I promise. Uh, anyway, he came into town and was just doing, he's kind of traveling a few different cities just talking to, I don't know, whatever he was doing. But he came over to Andrew's house and cooked us like a five-course meal. It was so stupid. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Yeah. So anyway, that's the dream. That's if I was to set a goal. Yeah. That's the goal. That would be. We're amazing. going to Italy to do a live pod. I would love that. All right. That sounds like plenty of questions for today. If you asked a question, we didn't get to it. We apologize, but we will continuously try to do it. Andrew, real quick, best type of cookie from Bangelope. Oh boy, I I like a good snickerdoodle. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Is Chick fil A had a free reward for a chocolate chip cookie yesterday? Ooh. And it was awesome. Chocolate chip cookies are good. If they're good, they're good. If they're bad, they're bad. I don't say bad. I don't I don't say no to any real cookie, to be honest. Yeah. You into Eileen's sugar yep. cookies? Uh, it's a lot, but I will. They're good. They have they're, a butterscotch cookie at Eileen's? That's Ooh. Really good. See, I like that. I'm into that. Give me a coffee, I can do butterscotch white macadamia cookie. nut. So good. I'm a little out on that. Okay. A I'm bit. a little out on Snickerdoodle, but I don't want to say you? that. Are you? Okay, it's okay. I don't want okay. to conflict it, on the pod, th- you know. Throw it back at me. It's okay. Um, oatmeal raisin, fantastic. Yeah. Oatmeal chocolate, fantastic. Yes. Oatmeal chocolate chip. My my mother-in-law makes one that is probably my favorite cookie. I'll tell her to... I actually asked her to make... Uh, she asked me what I want for my birthday, so just make me yep. a crap ton of those. And we're all set, so... Y'all have an awesome week. Watch the thunder. Maybe, if you want to. (laughs) Peace. Is it now? So what's on?